Welcome to 50 Women Over 50, the podcast for middle-aged women who are at a crossroads in life and are seeking inspiration to take their next step. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn Starkey. I've taken a bit of a break since completing my 50 interviews last year, and now, new for 2024, I bring you new shows that answer the burning questions that we have as women over 50. And this is the very first such episode. Today, I am diving deep into a topic that resonates with the experiences of countless women navigating pivotal crossroads in their lives. The episode is aptly entitled, Should You Leave Your Husband or Long-Term Relationship? I've gathered the powerful stories of incredible women who have faced the challenging decision of whether to continue in a marriage or a long-term relationship. These women, each over 50, share their intimate journeys of heartache, resilience, and transformation. From rediscovering authenticity to navigating financial independence, my guests offered insights that go beyond the surface, exploring the multifaceted aspects of relationships and personal growth. It's a raw and honest exploration of the complexities involved in making such a life-altering decision at a pivotal age. In this episode, you'll hear tales of courage, strategic planning, and the pursuit of happiness as these women reflect on their journeys of leaving relationships and finding new paths. Whether you're contemplating a similar decision, supporting someone who is going through it, or simply seeking inspiration, this episode is a heartfelt conversation that transcends age, resonating with the shared experiences of strong, dynamic women. So join me in unraveling these stories of resilience, transformation, and the pursuit of authentic selves in Should You Leave Your Husband or Long-Term Relationship on the 50 Women Over 50 podcast. I learned the reasons over 50 women decide to leave a marriage or a long-term relationship are varied and are as diverse as the women themselves. For some, they had no choice in the matter. Children's book author Barbara Ann Mohica's marriage ended when her husband left her for a younger woman in his own midlife crisis. It was pretty typical. We had a usual common married life at the beginning and, and the middle, right right up to near the end when he decided to take up with somebody 18 years younger than he was, have his cake and eat it too, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Others needed to escape a bad situation. Publisher and book coach Nancy Erickson attributes her decision to end her marriage to reaching a point where she had had enough of being with a person she describes as not very nice. The fear associated with turning 50 was overshadowed by her need to liberate herself from an unhealthy relationship. I don't really think it had anything to do with turning 50. I think it had everything to do with having had enough of a, a very, not very nice person. So, uh, but it was, it was scary because mm-hmm. at that time I thought 50 was old. Leadership coach Heather Morass and her husband decided to take a break and they eventually separated while facing their daughter's health crisis. Throughout the process, they prioritized honoring each other and treating each other with dignity. Until we separated. Like, I think we were both dealing with my eldest daughter's health crisis in our own way and not really coming together around it. Right. And so, yeah, we, we decided it was time to take a break, really. Right. And both of us thought we were on the path of divorce, but we also said to each other, we want to honor each other and what we've built together and we want to treat each other with dignity. Author Susan Gold's wake-up call involved a stark realization of how poisonous her relationship had become. This was symbolized by her husband's actions 
during the divorce process, but she perceived it as a gift that allowed her to finally break free. When the mask, his mask fell, and so did mine, the wake-up call was I was on a mattress on the floor in a partial conversion in the garage in a home I bought and maintained for our family while he took up residence in the master bedroom and was suing me for divorce. And that was a gift because it truly woke me up to the paradigm and the patriarchal toxicity I was carrying and that I felt worthy of because Mm -hmm. I was fearful of abandonment and I was neglecting myself and I didn't understand it. It was one year of walking through that. For others, the motivation comes from more creative exploration and self-realization. Composer Tina Davidson's decision to end her marriage aligns with a period of creative exploration, particularly writing her memoir. The project gave her the realization that the marriage no longer served her. So that 59th year was really consumed by writing the first draft of my memoir. And I don't think it was a mistake that I happened to be writing it at that juncture of my life and realizing that my marriage was not working for me and that I needed to leave. The motivation was similar for author Alison Waring. She experienced a major shift in her relationship after 20 years, leading to the end of the romantic aspect of that partnership. Despite challenges, the experience opened up new possibilities and opportunities for personal growth. Well, I've been, I was with the father of my son for 20 years, and that that relationship ended when I was about 51, I think, very shortly after that. And it, yeah, that was a big, another big shift that I hadn't really anticipated. And and we actually ended up living together again because of COVID. It's sort of a complicated story. We're very good friends. And but it 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 was this it was this shift. And I remember when it happened, realizing, oh, this is this is just part of what is opening for me. This is so, things are closing, yes, and other things are opening. The decisions to end marriages among these women over 50 are influenced by various factors. Each woman's experience is unique, reflecting a complex interplay of personal, emotional, and external factors. But when a woman faces a divorce, she can be filled with fears ranging from the practicality of finances to more emotional issues, such as feeling alone or abandoned. Many of my 50 interviews with women over 50 touched upon their experience of a marital breakup and the lessons they learned going through the process. Financial strain and independence is a common fear. Women worry about their financial stability, especially if they've been dependent on their spouse. For radio personality Candace Sampson, money issues were top of mind as her divorce proceedings dragged on. She had custody of her two teen girls, but was getting no support from her ex, and they had nowhere to live because he had locked her out of the house. And... I was sitting in the living room of this rental house I was living. I'm going to cry. I'm sitting in the living room of this rental house with my daughters were downstairs and there was a knock on the door at midnight and two of my girlfriends had drove all the way from London, Ontario to Ottawa to surprise me and be with me on my 50th birthday. My daughters ushered them in the house and I figured 
these were just my kids' friends coming in the house. And I looked up and my girlfriends walked around the corner and I am telling you, you know that big ugly cry you do where you catch your breath? And you go, yeah, and that's yeah. absolutely what I did. I completely broke down. Man, did I need those girls to walk in at that moment. And oh, I am just, I am so lucky to have the friends I do. But that was, that was how I celebrated my 50th. My girlfriends just really rallied and, and showed up and it was incredible. In some of my interviews, I heard how women have put off leaving a relationship because of fear of the unknown. They just can't picture what their life would be like. So they stay in a situation that makes them feel sad, depressed, or frustrated. Author Susan Gold delayed her breakup because she couldn't see any way out. I was walking through as best I could, but there were certain pockets that I wasn't willing to walk through. I was too afraid, and abandonment was certainly one of those. Divorce impacts a lot more than the couple who are splitting up. In fact, many women worry that a divorce will ruin their children's lives. And this was true of clinical psychotherapist Kirsten Besk, who divorced her husband after she realized she was very unhappy with her life as a whole, and she decided to make some fundamental changes. And uh, kids have a great relationship with him still. So it didn't blow everything up, if, you know, any more than it would have normally. But so it had been, I think the kids were about eight and 10 when, when we split up. And, and, and it turned out, I, I talk about this sometimes, it turned out to be really good experience. But at the time I thought I was basically ruining my children's lives because I had certainly never intended to get married to get divorced and mm -hmm. certainly didn't intend to have children to get divorced. Yes, kids can not only survive the divorce of their parents, for many it improves their lives immensely. Candace explains. And seeing my daughters starting to heal after, after the divorce is good. It's just slow, steady growth and movement forward. So yeah, it's all, I'm sort of in this nice little lull right now. But I think also it's because I know that there's, there's going to be hard times ahead, right? It's just, it's, so it's really just enjoying this time. It's quiet. It's peaceful. I don't need a lot. And yet, through these interviews, I learned that divorce can be a transformative experience for women and can boost their personal development tremendously. It builds their resilience in the face of adversity as they navigate challenging circumstances and emerge stronger on the other side. Nancy Erickson needed to leave her marriage if she was going to survive at all. Trapped with a narcissist and by her own drinking problem, her bid for freedom was the first step on a journey of transformation and change. And I didn't know that when you're in a troubled kind of situation that you can, you can walk out of it into something better and just getting up every day and showing up. I think about 90% of life is showing up yeah. and just walking day by day out of that situation. God brings you opportunities. I mean, it, and just when you just follow the things that you're interested in, it, it's amazing where it can lead. There was a lot of, a lot of hand holding with me when I first, and that was all during the time when I was leaving that man. It was like, yes, it was and stuff. So anyway, a lot was going on when I was 50. I work with a lot of people who are in drug and alcohol recovery. I'm a recovered alcoholic and right. I've been 
sober for 17 years. I spend a lot of my time with women who are are just coming in and trying to get clean and sober. Candace Sampson chooses to frame her divorce as a period of great personal growth. The challenging four-year process did not harden her. It had the opposite effect. She has more empathy and understanding now for others than ever before. I could paint this as a sad sob story, or I could paint this as a real growth moment for me. And, and I choose the story. I choose the narrative. And I choose to tell it like this is a moment of great growth for me. I came through this very dark period, four years of just absolute garbage. It's ridiculous when I think back on it, how crazy that time was. And now I just go, oh, like, look at what it's done to me. It could have hardened me. It softened me. It's made me way more empathetic to people, which I think is wonderful that I have this capacity now. I don't think I had before. I, I always had empathy, but not to the level I do now. It makes me so much more understanding. And I just feel like I've grown into a better person. And I keep saying this, like you have a decision to make and, and I've chosen better instead of bitter. And I, I maintain that. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm in a much better spot than I was for sure prior to my divorce, through my divorce, and, and now I'm on this post-divorce journey. For Kirsten Besk, divorce was part of a greater awakening within her. It was part of her finding her true self as a gay woman and rebuilding her life to reflect it. And this transformation helped her become her best self as a parent. But in the course of breaking up the marriage is when I came out to him that I was, well, let's use the word gay, right? Because I, it was something I didn't know about myself before. And it was a surprise to everybody, him, me, everyone. And I did tell the kids at that time, which I made the choice to, and I didn't know if that was the right choice or not, but it seemed like it would be nice for them to have an explanation of why the marriage was ending that did not blame their dad because mm -hmm. that wasn't the goal. And, and now here, 12 years later, I've got two kids, those exact two kids who have since come out to me in different ways. So you can see the experiences of these women suggest that going through a divorce can be a transformative and growth-oriented journey. Resilience, positive mindset, and embracing new opportunities play significant roles in shaping a woman's post-divorce life. Their stories also highlight the potential for positive change and personal development after the challenges of divorce. I'd like to take a little break here and thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that so far you've learned something new about Divorce After 50. If you know any woman who is thinking about making a big change in her life but might think it's too late for her, please share a link to this show with her. This will help your friend and it will help me too by helping me grow my audience. Thank you. And now back to the show where we're going to explore how a woman over 50 can take the leap of faith and change her life. Through these interviews, I have learned that, as Paul Simon told us, there are, in fact, 50 ways to leave your lover. Some of the women I interviewed had a strategic plan. Others made the courageous decision to step into their own power. And still others have found a pragmatic approach to transitioning into a new way of living. Tina Davidson had a five-year plan that would allow her to focus on her career and her art. I decided 
when I left my marriage, I had sort of given myself a five-year plan. And it was really in the fourth year that I would decide if I was going to live in Lancaster or in, in a bigger city. And so I think sometimes when you have a plan in your head, even though it's not a very specific or concrete plan, it can start to act on you. So it slowed me down. It allowed me, phew, I didn't have to think about housing in the first four years. I would just go from place to place. For Susan Gold, writing a really big check allowed her to reclaim a sense of power and accomplishment. This decision marked a shift towards understanding her own worth and of building authentic self-esteem. I could write him a six-figure check, and he went on to his next source of supply, and I walked into the gift of understanding my power, my accomplishments for the first time, and my heart started to authentically open. And that's when I really, for the first time, gained a sense of authentic self-esteem and self-worth. Barbara Ann Mojica describes the transition out of her marriage as easy and as a smooth and seamless process. Her perspective implies an innate adaptability and a willingness to move forward. The fact that it was so easy to transition, it was just as if it, or things changed, but I just moved through it. I've always been the kind of person who was determined and very persistent and I guess a little bit stubborn too. And Nancy Erickson's decision to leave her marriage involved a moment of courage when she snuck out in the middle of the night. This decision led to the opening of new opportunities, particularly starting her own business. So I sort of snuck out in the middle of the night (laughs) and got away from this man. And But it opened up, that was the best decision that I could have made in my life because I started my business. It took me in a whole different area to start my business from that point forward. You know, I've been divorced myself many moons ago, so I know firsthand the courage it takes, the fears that you face, the emotional upheaval for the whole family. But I also know that taking risks and making big life changes can bring tremendous rewards. I enjoyed chatting with and learning from all the women mentioned in this show. And these are my five takeaways from these important conversations for any woman who is contemplating making a move. Number one, assess your financial independence. Before initiating a breakup or divorce, assess your financial situation. Understand what it takes to be independent, including your income, your assets, your expenses. This knowledge will empower you during the transition and will contribute to your overall well-being. Number two, focus on personal growth and authenticity. Consider the process as an opportunity for personal growth and self-discovery. Lean into your authentic self, reflecting on what truly brings you happiness and fulfillment. Use this transition as a chance to rediscover or redefine your identity. Number three, create a support system. Surround yourself with a strong support team. Seek emotional support from friends, family, or professional counselors. Having a network of people who understand and empathize with your journey can provide valuable guidance and encouragement. Number four, develop a strategic plan. Create a strategic plan for the transition period. 
This may include considerations for housing, finances, legal services, and emotional support. Having a roadmap can provide you with a sense of direction and stability during what might be a challenging time. Number five, embrace change with openness. Approach the breakup or divorce with an open mindset. Recognize that change is a natural part of life and embracing it with openness will lead to smoother transitions. Be adaptable to new opportunities that may arise as you navigate this period of transition. So the question remains, should you leave your husband or break up a long-term relationship? Remember, everyone's journey is unique and my tips are general guidelines. It's crucial that you tailor your approach to your specific circumstances and seek out professional advice when needed. Taking a proactive and empowered stance can make a significant difference in how you navigate this transition. And that's it for the first episode of season two of the 50 Women Over 50 podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please share a link to it with your friends and drop me a rating or a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast from. You can also find the show on YouTube. Please follow me on social media too. Let's connect. Let's create a whole community of wise women over 50. See you next time on the 50 Women Over 50 podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn Starkey.